Welcome to Medically Speaking Radio. I'm Dr. Mark Vaughn. And I'm Larry Finney. I'm a doctor. And I'm not. Let's get started. All right. Hey, Larry. Hey, Doc. How you doing? Good. Happy pandemic and Mother's Day. <laughs> pandemic Mother's Day. That's uh, that's not a good combination. No, but, uh, it's not. It's not. We got we to gotta take what we got. Yeah. Yeah, Mother's Day. Um, that's where the mothers come out and see if they can see their families. Yeah, like Puxatawney Phil on Groundhog Day. Yeah, yeah. We, it we feels like Groundhog Day. <laughs> well, you know, in, during this during this lockdown period, every day looks the same way. Like, what day of the week is this? I don't even yeah. know. That's right. That's right. What What am I supposed to do, the insurance agent guy today? Exactly. I have I have no clue. Uh, you know. <laughs> I know the sun is up, so that means I should be awake and moving around. But, you know, is this the day? Do I have an appointment today? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we get a little disoriented. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're a week further along and we have very little additional update. You know, we were talking last time about, well, it's going to take about two weeks for us to really see if numbers go up with people coming out and relaxing social distancing. And, yeah, it's going to be another week before we really see some numbers uh, due to that. Yeah, we're a little closer though. Like entire, there's certain entire states. I believe Tennessee, Colorado, some others, Georgia, um, have decided to sort of unlock. And there are some counties within California that have decided to unlock. And then I was talking to a friend who lives in a uh, an unnamed state that's immediately north of California. <laughs> that um, his community has done the same thing, but they've done it sort of like the concept of a soft opening. You know, they yeah. Yeah. the mayor Stage. there didn't exactly they didn't say anything they just do it they're not saying to the rest of the state uh yeah i'm defying your order they just did <laughs> he said he went to get a haircut <clears throat> he knows a barber there he went to get a haircut the guy says okay and i mean this sounds so clandestine he says i want you to park in the lot across the street and walk <laughs> over <laughs> oh my goodness you know, it's like i don't want cars in my parking lot <laughs> yeah <laughs> What are we going to do? Have the police arrest people for getting haircuts? I mean, yeah. there, are, there are some bad haircuts out there. <laughs> there are times when that would be appropriate. Yeah, I mean, you know, the Don't fashion police. At least at least get a citation from the fashion police. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not quite to the place yet where I'm telling people to get their haircut. I mean, that's awful intimate contact for uh, respiratory. Yeah, it makes me nervous. Well, or, or nail salons, but you know, have you, it's, it's been the habit of people working in the nail salon to have their, their little, um, the little mask on. Yeah. And I, I think they think that protects them from the, the fumes of that nasty stuff that (laughs) That they still smell. Oh yeah. Yeah. Those molecules are smaller than that. And they're putting on these masks and they talk to the mask. You're so pretty. Why you no have boyfriend, you know, and (laughs) I don't know if you've ever walked into one of those places, but no. the but the fumes are they're incredible. It just would knock you down. I'm, gosh, anybody working in this environment for any length of time is they're bound to have some kind of a a medical issue long term. <laughs> I mean this this stuff can't be good for you. I, I know what's acetone or whatever it is that they they use there. It's just yeah. anyway. Breathing I don't all day long with just a yeah, little I, mask for it to go through. Not be filtered yeah. by. No, yeah, and that's kind of useless. 
Yeah. Speaking of which, you know, okay, so we're talking mask here, what's useful and what's used less. And I have seen a variety of masks in public. Yeah. You know, some of them, the, the M95 and as in Nora 95 masks, um, some of those are from like your big box hardware stores, your Home Depot, mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. But, um, and then you'll see like the, the classic uh, train robber bandana. Yeah. You'll have, uh, and then some people will wear <laughs> ironic masks. And you, you kind of wonder, are you, are you trolling the rest of the world? You're trying to be funny or are you truly that stupid? You know, there, um, I saw a person wearing a scuba mask with the snorkel. Huh. With Honestly. all that stuff blowing out. Yeah. <laughs> With no filter of anything. Okay. No. Huh. Well, it had you know, the snorkels have the little hook at the top with the floaty right. ball. Yeah. Yeah, had that's that it. Okay, yeah. I'll, I'll keep my you, distance from that one. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> but you know, you just shake your head sometimes. But I, I, I would like to think they were just being ironic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or the well, one um you know, like you see, you're sitting around home, you're surfing the internet, and, it, and there was a, a news station in Texas that put up graphics, and it said, you know, please wear a mask, blah, 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 including, or, or a bandana. Yeah. And they misspelled it, though. It said banana. Oh, no. So this Wear a banana. A whole bunch of people posting pictures of themselves wearing bananas on their faces. <laughs> that was, that was, uh, that was good for a laugh. I, yeah, I. It reminds me. No, I better not get it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, so so something I wanted to ask you. you now, your medical practice never fully closed, right? We never, I mean, we never closed. We okay. There was never a day when we weren't open. Other okay, than so you're seeing patients. I want to know now. We, you know, admittedly, we live in a rural area, rural-ish area. Rural-ish, yeah. Some some people come from rural areas that come to our practice. Yeah. Well, so rural-ish. have you? Have you have you and, and or your practice encountered any actual uh, COVID nineteen cases that you're aware of? We have tested um, how many have we tested? Twenty maybe. Uh, no positives yet. Hmm. So the testing you have the capability of testing, right? I mean, and these are one yes. use kits. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We um, are now uh, talk to the people of the county, and they say go ahead and test anybody who's symptomatic. So oh, we do symptomatic. Okay, so people can't just come in and say. I uh, I would just like to be tested just for, you know, giggles. Yeah, we're not doing that. Okay. Yeah. It's got to be it's got to be legit. Yeah. Now, what what's uh, I'm curious, what's the test look like? What's the what's the process? A swab with a very skinny stick. Uh-huh. That is sort of perforated, it easily breaks in uh, in one point that's oh, let's see, maybe uh, four to five inches from the swab end uh-huh. and you stick it back in the nose. Uh, once you get into the nares, external nares, you go straight back to the throat and tickle their throat with it through their nose. Ugh. You can imagine that's uncomfortable because you're yeah. shooting for a place that's barely in front of the ear, but you're going straight back. Yeah. Uh, and then and then take it out and hopefully they don't produce a bunch of respiratory droplets all over the room uh, in response yeah. to it and its stimulation of their gag receptors which is to say cough sneeze yeah, gag, yeah. whatever and and most people don't most people uh 
know, their, their, their eyes are watering when you're done, but it's, it's fairly yeah. quick. And, and then you wow. put, put the swab in a, a, a little tube and uh, you, well, you break it off as you put it in the tube. So it's, it's shorter and then put a cap on the tube and write on it nasopharyngeal because you got it from the nasopharynx and send it into the lab. Wow. Okay. Well, the, based on your description, I'm not going to request one. I'm just, okay. yeah, I've changed my, completely changed my mind. Okay. I'm good. Well, I didn't know you had symptoms, so. No, I don't. Oh, I was okay. just curious. But I, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I've, I've had enough poking and prodding. Thank you. So I'm going to. Yes, you have. Yeah. Although, although our local hospital is uh, actually opening up for, um, uh, what do you call it? Elective surgeries and so forth. Yes. Know? Yes, we are. Um, getting everything back to normal. Uh, you know, they, they, <laughs> they had slowed to a crawl. I, I spoke with a couple different departments because at first they're saying, oh, we're going to need community doctors to come in here and help us with all of the, uh, all the patients we're going to have when this thing hits. Mm-hmm. And so I got all signed up and talked to uh, the hospitalist and talked to the emergency department. Emergency department said, hey, I'm, uh, I, 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 got, I don't even have work for my doctors. <laughs> Somehow people are not even using the emergency department during this. Well, you know, that was one of the side effects of this, of this lockdown. Strange. Yeah. Well, um, okay. The, the local hospital here is affiliated with a much larger um, network. So they're money wise, a little better off than say the smaller uh, independent hospitals in rural areas, which depend on, you know, elective surgeries and so forth. To yeah. Keep Just going. to make them. Yeah. Yeah, and if those hospitals end up getting in financial straits and closing, the folks that they used to serve now, who could used to get to the hospital and say, I don't know, let's say within half an hour easily, now may have to drive upwards of an hour or beyond. Yeah. Next nearest hospital, which if you're having a stroke, is not a good plan. No, you know? it is not. Yeah, not not only so that's that's kind of an extreme. Uh, a little more subtle than that is just your local uh, primary care doctor like us. Uh, there actually have been um, colleagues of mine who closed not many, but mm-hmm. enough that uh, within my little network group that uh, somebody did close because their volume got so slow, so low. See, and this is not good. You no. know, you don't want to be shutting down the doctors. We, <laughs> we want to have doctors there when, when we need them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so speaking of elective surgery, the reason I brought that up on a personal note, I'm, I'm scheduled to go in myself, um, to get, um, well, I'll just say a hernia repair. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I was watching. Have you ever watched um, <laughs> Parks and Recreation? Yes, I have. So the character, Ron Swanson, who is probably one of the, the greatest uh, characters in uh, sitcom history. There's an episode where he where he has a hernia and he's uh, he says, and I made the mistake of sneezing. Oh. <laughs> and then he goes. So anyway, during this episode, he refuses to move. He says, I'm fine if I sit still. And if I don't move my torso relative to any other part of my body. <laughs> so he sits in his office with his suit on and simply refuses to turn his head or, <laughs> or do anything. He just sits motionless until the, the motion lights turn off. And <laughs> he, he can't even keep the lights on. Anyway. I kind of, I'm, I'm not that bad, okay. but, but, um, I, I sympathize with him. <laughs> so yeah, I'm ready to get this thing fixed and yeah. get on with life. 
I'm afraid to do a sit up, you know. And speaking of getting elective procedures done now, we have a lot of patients say, oh, should I put it off? And, you know, uh, I'm kind of the opinion, if you can get it done this week, maybe you should just go in and get it done now. Because we don't really know what the future holds with all of the uh, relaxing of social distancing going on. There's potential that there may be some badness coming from this. Uh, It is the risk we take with having more contact with people. Well. Yeah, but I think that the only way to know, I guess, is to yeah. kind of get out there. So that's, that's what I think, given the such, at least for us here in our county, such low numbers now, get it done now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was talking to a uh, flight attendant who said, this is probably one of the safest times to fly right now. She says that we disinfect the entire plane between every flight. You know, the, the classic uh, serving of food or whatever. Now, there's a, there's these snack bags or whatever that are on a tray. When you walk in, you grab one and only one. Don't touch the others. Um, everybody's wearing a mask, you know, and they'll fly these big planes with like six people on them. Oh, my goodness. How do they stay in business? I don't know. They fly in virtually empty planes and the and the fares have dropped pretty radically. So, hmm. you know, if you wanted to take that... Uh, that long haul air air flight this would be the time to do it okay i think i might hold off as much as possible anyway there even though go. it's tempting hey did you want to cover a uh, a news item well yeah what do you got well uh have you <laughs> have you heard that there's this uh little um well, I don't know if you really call it a study. It was so small, but uh, it, it was published in uh, JAMA Network Open about SARS-CoV-2 found in semen. In in semen? Semen. Uh, so does this mean that uh, now JAMA is the Journal of American Medical Association? Yeah. So it's not like some, yeah, it's yeah. not the onion or whatever. Well, no, um, no, no. And it's not the regular JAMA. It's JAMA Network Open. Okay, so, so does this make COVID a sexually transmitted disease now? Well, if you're six feet apart, it's pretty hard I, to. I, I'm yeah. thinking you're going to get it another way. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Although they do mention that Zika and Ebola have been considered uh, sexually transmitted, actually. Um, strange enough, uh, Zika Boy. because that requires mosquitoes. So yeah, I guess I could see that. But Ebola. Anyway, they, yeah. they, they had 50, 50 subjects that they wanted to involve in the study. And uh, they ended up just being able to get samples from 38. And, and I'll tell you why in a moment. Um, so six of them had detectable RNA in the semen samples. Now, now here's the thing. Uh, among the 50 patients identified, 12 patients were unable to provide a semen specimen because of erectile dysfunction, being in a comatose state, or dying prior to recruitment. So this was in China. So you have this poor Chinese man in a hospital bed um, with something so bad that 12 of the patients weren't even able to study because some of them were dying. And the research assistant comes to him and, <laughs> and, and, and tries to enroll in the study. And he says, I'm almost dying of a respiratory illness. And you want me to what? Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm like, no, 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 thanks. <laughs> and, and, and no kidding. It actually says in the, uh, the write-up, they encourage more studies. 
So yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't think I'd, uh, I'd so, be uh, cooperative in I, that study. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure that uh, as far as that one goes, there's more to come. So yeah. there's also this, uh, this other study that I, I wanted to mention um, or not study, but a little write up about preprint quality control. There's actually a repository for medical studies that haven't been published yet. Giving preliminary results. Wait a minute. So, any could anybody read these? Yeah, apparently. Well, okay. So maybe for research purposes, but is this generally speaking a good idea? They haven't been published yet. Does this mean they've also not been peer reviewed? Not yet. So, so all sorts junk- of stuff is on here, and they actually uh, whoever runs it, it's called. Uh, well, there's a couple. One's called BioRxiv. I'm sure there's a way to pronounce that differently, and I don't think it's Kyle. And another one, MedRxiv, Rixiv, and yeah. they've decided uh, that they need to they they need to come up with something because uh, apparently stuff that's being put on there that may not have any value scientifically is is being just taken and people are running with it with their conspiracy theories. Oh, great. So it's kind of like medical Wikipedia, you know, anybody can put anything on there. <laughs> that's kind of what it is. And, uh, that's, and, uh, that's, just, that's such a bad idea at so many levels. And I guess I'm so elitist because the thing I would say is a lot of people that probably don't have the training to read medical literature are taking stuff off of it and running with it. And, and, um, giving it the imprimatur of a, of a decent peer-reviewed study. Yeah. Yeah. A study was done. Yes. Yeah. So I, that, I'm sure that means something to some people when they hear that a study was done according to such and such study. To me, that means absolutely zero. Let me know who did it. Let me know yep. if it was in a peer reviewed journal. You know, let me know who funded it. Yeah, that too. And a lot of times I'm seeing stuff that's coming from people that I'm real suspicious of. And I look at the name of the journal and, what is that the onion is that is that even a thing and and i know that there are journals in any specialty they'll have a name and you actually just pay to get into it you just pay two thousand dollar what do they call it application fee to have your study considered for publication that's like uh way back journals do exist and please don't give me stuff from that journal and and say look at this study no 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 well, it reminds me of these uh, vanity, uh, you know, kind of like the who's who in American high schools or whatever. Yes, yes, yes. I remember all those letters. It's useless. I mean, you pony up enough money and, hey, you can get your name in this, you know. And you can have name a star. Is in this book, along with everybody else whose dad paid the $100. Right. Have a star named after you or whatever. Have a star named after you. <laughs> oh, gosh. Have Brad Pitt named after you. <laughs> Oh, so you have another, you sent me another news article, another, I, you know, I hate to keep looping back COVID because that's kind of a pervasive kind of deal, but the college campuses and so forth that are not being used right now. Oh yeah. That one, the Pennsylvania thing. Yeah. As the buildings lay idle, they've realized that the, the water systems, you know, yes, the, the water's coming from a treated, you know, a plant where that treats the water. At some but point, the longer, right? The longer that water sits in the pipes, and in in the internal storage of the building, yeah, it's just stagnant there. It goes. Not only does it go stagnant, but it, what does it carry? Legionnaires' disease. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the yeah, same yeah. 
causes Legionnaire's disease, which is not a good thing. Yeah. So that... now they've got to flush the the pipes for like, you know, up to a day or two to make sure, you know, the building's not all skanky. So it's one more thing to worry about. See, there's all these little externalities and Who would have um, yeah, unintended consequences of abandoning um, our infrastructure. <clears throat> so, you know, frankly, I, I, I'm of the opinion that there's going to be more damage in that realm of things than will be the, the biological harm to human beings because of the, the illness. I mean, that's just kind of my, my suspicion right now. Yeah. I, you know, I'm not going to say I disagree with that because I don't have the data to, to say it, but I, but I think data should be used to make that determination. And we, we can't because we have no controlled trial. We don't have us doing that without the virus being a threat. We also don't have the virus ravaging us without us going into uh, social distancing to compare yeah. it against. Well, I, I can make that statement because I'm a lay person and I don't need data or anything. All I need is my own personal opinion. In fact, you know, That's right. as I'm sitting sitting in lockdown board, I think I wish someone would invent a, I think this would be highly entertaining, a social media platform where people can get on and argue with each other about crap they don't nothing about. You know, wouldn't, wouldn't that be entertaining? With an endless you know, scroll. An endless scroll, and you could alienate your friends and with a, your opinions. A dark blue and, and a light blue color scheme would get, be, go go really well with it. Yeah, and you can just you argue with each other endlessly and yeah. insult each other as um, if they're anonymous. Yeah, anonymous, and and yeah, you don't have to know anything really. You can just make it up on the fly. Thank Run you for a, a nice segue into a little segment I put up on our uh, medically speaking radio feed called "Social Distancing." Oh, I already forgot my title. No, there you go. Social distancing, civil discourse. The reason I wanted to bring that up is because it's part of a competition and there's a link in it. If people don't mind using their either Facebook login or Google login, they can vote for that particular two minute episode in a competition called My Roadcast. So I encourage people to look at social distancing, civil discourse, or if they've already done it go back and use the link inside the description to vote for me. Vote for me. Yeah. Vote for Pedro. You know, we've, uh, we, we've already uh, established a small cadre of listeners. And so we're hoping that you listeners can like carriers of the dreaded COVID-19 uh, <laughs> metaphorically go out into the interwebs without your masks on <laughs> and affect other people with this podcast. So yes. Numbers yes. can grow. Now, I would like to see numbers like the CDC say, and now we're up to this many cases. I want yes. to see it jumping up to thousands of subscribers. We, we want to infect more than, than coronavirus. Please right. spread us. Right. Spread us around. That's right. Share with your friends. Yep. Don't, don't use any protection. No masks, no nothing. Just go out there. And... Just go ahead and put an iTunes rating and review and go all mm -hmm. out. Yeah, I like Indeed. that. Yeah. Well, and, and I guess they can participate in the process as well. Isn't there some way for uh, oh, listeners yeah, yeah, yeah. to I yeah, tested tell it. them? So yeah? in, in the uh, show notes, there's a link where people can leave a voice message that we can play on a future show. Oh, yeah. And it's, I think, it, doesn't that link ask, um, well, um, doesn't ask the app to take over your microphone on your on oh, your? Yeah, device? you have to give it permission. So that then, you know, the, the uh, 
NSA can listen to the rest of your life. Well, I'm not worried about the NSA. I'm, I'm worried about you're providing Zuckerberg. a sample for a study in China, even though you're about right. to go on a ventilator. Yeah, Zuckerberg is is the one listening. He's the one I worry about. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, but anyway, leave if you if you don't fear those conspiracy theories, go ahead and <laughs> and uh, say, you know, uh, Alexa, I'd like to leave a message for Larry and Doctor Vaughn, and uh, and do it, and we'll we'll address your concerns. Or, or if you have Alexa for the elderly, you can call it anything and it'll answer. Right. <laughs> Andrea, <laughs> whatever your name is. It answers. What are those kids across the street doing? I think they're up to bed. They're just children playing. I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. Oh, well, man, it, you know, time flies when we're having fun. It, it, it did again. And uh, thank you. I need to say thank you to our listeners for enjoying this conversation with us. Yes. Thank you listeners for enjoying. We'll look forward to doing it next week. And uh, I I think we'll work to do this weekly. Yeah. Let's let's make this happen. And uh, hopefully they'll, they'll, what is that thing you ask them to do every week? Stay in good health, but that comes at the end. (laughs) Oh, well, I I was kind of feeling we were at the end. Oh, okay. All right. Thanks, Larry. All right. Thanks. That's all we have for this week, folks. Tune in next week. Once again, you will hear Dr. Mark Bond say, until next time, stay in good health.